of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Caroline, you gotta you gotta work with me just for a minute. Man, I'm so excited. Oh boy. I I I I I am just thrilled. And it didn't come any way I thought it was gonna come. As a matter of fact. It didn't even come through who I thought it was going to come through. I love it. I'm loving it. I am loving it this morning. Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus this morning? Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Deadline.
No, I'm serious.
God's got it. God's got it. Let me tell you, let me good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Tavon. Brothers and sisters, um, you see, I wish I was smarter. Really, I do. I wish if I could wish anything, but we're not into wishing. But I think if I could could do, could do anything over in my life, I would I would have gotten saved when I was around. I mean, really saved. You know, I got baptized at five. But that was because I felt something at five and got up, walked down the aisle in our big old Baptist church. But uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share something with you. I had a God brings people in your life, and everybody that comes in your life. Is there for one or two reasons. They're going to either be a blessing to you or you're going to have to deal with their curses. You see, either you're going to be a blessing to them or their curses are going to overtake you unless you're in agreement. You're both walking in Christ, even although their walk might be different than yours, but you still, brothers and sisters in Christ, and the way the Lord um, ministers to me, to everybody, is totally different because we all got different walks. We all come from different backgrounds. Shirley Andrews say, YouTube is not working, Jose. You working on it? Will it be up shortly? It's up now? It'll be up shortly, Shirley, but you might not want to miss none of this. Anyway, um, I was telling you earlier this week about the sin issue and how I couldn't believe people people don't understand that sin has consequences. So I had all this stuff on my mind. And then uh, I knew Holy Holy Communion, but I also knew that a Jewish New Year was coming, and I also know that this time of year I'm highly blessed and highly favored every year. But what some of you did when uh, when Natasha gave that testimony, I mean taught us, I knew that there was something that God wanted to speak through her mouth to me with. But I had to give her the choice of whether she wanted to do it yesterday or today. But today would have been too late. So in her her obedience to God, she did it yesterday. Well, when she was doing the teaching, and, and understand something, I, I'm, I'm listening to God, for God, from everybody, because I know God can speak through everybody if they got the, uh, 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 his spirit and if they've been baptized in his own Holy Spirit. And I know that he will, and he can, and he does. So I'm always listening. So then she said, Oh, yeah, I want to add this. She said, some of you all don't don't know me, but um, I was was married to a Jewish, uh, a Jewish man, and I spent lots of time, many times in Israel. She said, on this high holiday, this, feast day. She said, they all wear white. And she said, and as she was saying this, God opened up 
gave me a vision of it, what it looked like. Because it was really him speaking through her. And she said, I stood there and I looked and I and you and I thought, well, maybe if she'll get back on the blog talk, she can tell yourself again. But she said, I saw all these people in white. I, I could see that. But God took me beyond that. You hear me this morning? See, most of you don't know because I'm not a person who do a whole lot of talking. Because I always figure that Jesus can say it better and got better words and can give me better understanding. And some things, you don't need to be talking about them anyway. But what you all don't know until now, I'm getting ready to share it. But my first husband that died was an Orthodox Jew. Yep. He had been an Orthodox Jew, and he used to be the cantor in the synagogue. I don't see it. Devil, you're a liar. Oh, there it is. Okay. Natasha. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. Praise God. God let Praise me speak to you as you mm-hmm. were speaking. <clears throat> I'm gonna say this, and then I want you to give that, tell that again. My okay. um, late husband that died before I met, met Brother Joe, because when I met Brother Joe, I was a widow and I had given my whole life to God, and then I became a missionary because I wasn't going to do anything else but serve God. But my late husband was Orthodox Jew, and he used to be the cantor, Natasha, in the synagogue. Mm -hmm. But he left God. He left God for money because my, my late husband was a biochemical engineer, and he invented a product that they still use today, he invented a synthetic oil, okay? During the oil crisis and all that, my late husband invented a synthetic oil that they still use in cars. But my late husband dropped dead because he had um, invented something when he used to work for Monsanto Oil. Are you hearing me this morning? And Monsanto Oil is what killed all those people in India when they had those fires or whatever. And 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 he just dropped dead. And he was a health fanatic. And we used to be health fanatics. So, so I don't talk about it too much. But when you talked about all seeing all those Jewish people in white. The Lord said this curse from your late husband you keep running up against it and you don't know what it is. And it keeps plaguing you and you don't know what it is. And then he reminded me of how um, my late husband and I used to talk about money. His whole philosophy of money was different than me coming out of uh, uh, a family, a military family, you know, stable, one income every month, learning how to live on that income, and, and my mom being the caterer. So he said, now, you're going to break this curse. And I'm going to show you how to break this curse. And you see, brothers and sisters, when I married my husband, first husband, it was not for love. Let me let me explain that to you. He was older than me. 
and he was very, 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 very rich. But I had made my own first million dollars. And he admired my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you the truth this morning. I'm not even. He fell in love with my mind. (laughs) And all I knew was that he had used his mind and made millions. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. So I thought, yeah, well, he's older than me, but this would be a good match. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that's how I got my second million <laughs> but then later on he began to teach me so many many things from his culture you know but you see when he left the synagogue he came under a curse because he was not he um was uh a Polish Jew, you know. Mm-hmm. He was a Polish Orthodox Jew. So when you said that yesterday, God started talking to me. God started showing me so much. Now explain to them what I saw in your conversation, what you said when you stood there on the porch and how the Jews uh, celebrate. Yeah, so in Israel, each neighborhood has its own synagogue. Um, And so when the holidays come, everything shuts down. There's no, other than the people, there is no life. There's no cars on the the road. There's no uh, stores that's open. When they say we're going to fast and pray, they mean it. (laughs) And it doesn't matter if you're going to. If you're going to participate, you got to shut everything down. And so there's this sense of community and unity in that. And then you will start to see even the little children come out with white on. And each house, everybody has white on. And the, 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 the rabbis and the Orthodox, they all start to come out to go to the synagogue in their neighborhood. And some people will cross over to go to their friends. <laughs> and, um, you know, I remember in the, this particular synagogue, there, there was two levels. Um, so the women would go upstairs with the, uh, with, the, with the children, and the men would stay downstairs, and they would do all of the praying and um, you know, the, the singing and every, the, like you said, with the cantor, all of them would be downstairs mm-hmm. um but you could overlook from the from the top bal- balcony i could overlook onto the i mean it was hundreds of people and all i could see was white from my right to my left and i could remember well i would say the holy spirit brought back that memory of that scripture that says i am coming back for a bride without a spot right and so he would teach me, and this was this was one of many times that I would get those um, that you know where the Holy Spirit would would show me like this is what I was teaching them. So a lot of times they would have this, um, the Lord would would give them a physical instruction. I want you to do this. I want you to wear white. But then we look at the the spiritual. Um, the spiritual manifestation of that or what's to come in the new Testament, <laughs> which is this bride without a spot. And so I saw that so clear with all of these people humbling themselves. And, I mean, tearing out their heart before the Lord. Um, there is a, I, I, I want to, it's, it's a, it's a thick book, put it this way. It's a thick book, but they literally read through every page of this book. And it's, it's, special books just for Yom Kippur where they go over and over the confessions of of for, of their sins to the father over and over again i would hear his loving kindness in hebrew his loving kindness because of your loving kindness because of your loving kindness so this was the feel when he said i'm coming back with a bride without a spot and um 
what was it? I, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> uh, I'm coming back with with for a bride without a spot. Oh, this is a dress rehearsal. When yeah. I heard that, it just all made sense to me. This is a dress rehearsal. This is my appointed time. Uh-huh. What they call the Moadim. Uh-huh. My appointed time with my people to get it right, and I will do it every year, uh-huh. so that they can start to practice. And it it really, it was amazing to me how, um, how detailed he is, <laughs> how uh-huh. detailed he is to uh-huh. have it so. You have to. So let, let's just say, for instance, you don't, you know, life goes on. We already in, what month is this? <laughs> We're already in September. And you just living your life and life just go on. You must stop on this day. And remember, the same way he said on the Sabbath, keep the Sabbath holy. Um, but, you know, the beauty of Jesus coming is that you don't have to wait now, you can stop on that day, but you don't have to wait. You can do it right now. <laughs> you can do it right now. Yeah. And you but, know what? That was. No, I was about to say that was the vision that he gave me. And that, that's what I heard um, in, the, in, the, in the spirit when, when that happened. Just about everybody knows me, knows my testimony of being at ORU and Dr. Miles Monroe coming and teaching on purpose back in the 80s mm-hmm. and me having to go up, uh, 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 go in the room and I asked God what was my purpose and God showed me with a, a tin tub, some Tide detergent and some bleach, taking some garments that were black and filthy, dirty. And he said, you're going to be a washerwoman. So they sin, mm-hmm. I will make their garments white Hallelujah. That was my marching orders. He said, yeah. you're never going to be out front. You're never going to be out front. But though their sins be as scarlet, I will use you to wash them and make them whiter than snow. Yes! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't know how wonderful it is for God to reaffirm you, for God to reaffirm your calling. You see, I asked him, as I was sitting there listening to that, and I envisioned it, and I remembered, God says, remember the high priest came up yeah. there before God yeah. with them dirty garments on, and God changed his garments. God changed his clothes. And that was just that he used you to bring to remembrance. A dress rehearsal. A dress rehearsal. And some of you still wearing them dirty, filthy garments. You ain't changed clothes yet. You haven't changed clothes yet. Brothers and sisters. There's a beauty in changing clothes. There's a beauty in it. And I want to thank you. I want to tell you, God used you more than you even realized yesterday. Oh, praise God. It's awesome. It's awesome to be God. It's awesome to have treasure in heaven. It's awesome. That's why God says, be ye instant, in season and out of season. When God, when I, when I'm going to go into the rest of the story. But I'm not going to have enough time to teach this whole thing. But God spoke to me yesterday after all this and remember because 
I was asking God about see, this lady who had come here. Because, see, I like to understand, and I have to get my understanding from God. God said to me, we have entered into a new era, E-R-A. You have entered into a new era with God, Erica. The Holy Spirit said God has been patient with us. God has been waiting for us to slow down and come to Jesus, really hearing him, trusting in Jesus to the point that we obey him. But listen what God said, that we obey him without arguing with him, without contending with him even to the point that we will stop competing with him and finally last, but certainly not least. God wants us to stop opposing him. So I said, Holy Spirit, now how are we opposing God? He said, you're opposing God through your own ambitious behavior. I said, uh, okay. He said, go back and read what I gave you about KDA. He said, this is the era you entered into today. This is the era where you're going to have to cultivate faith instead of fear. This is the era where you're going to have to cultivate victory over defeat. He said, and I know this, he reminded me. See, sometimes God has to take you back, remind you, give you a fresh awakening. He said, your enemy goes by many names. He said, he goes by many names. He said, Paul called him a lion, ready to destroy and devour his prey. He said, Peter described him as a dragon. He said, your enemy is labeled a tempter. When he met Jesus in the wilderness, he said, my prophet Zechariah named him as the accuser. He said, but you got to remember in this new era that you're entering into, Erica, that he has no home. He has no home. He roams. He roams as a murderer, a thief, and a liar. And his goal is still only. He doesn't forget his job, and that is to separate the believers all that God has for them. He said, and in this new era, you must not forget that the devil will use whomever he can, and the devil will do whatever it takes. But keep your eyes on the truth. Nothing, nothing can remove you from the love of God. He said, but the battle goes into perpetuity. Your job, guard your soul. Guard your heart. Guard your mind, your will. Guard your intellect and guard your emotions against his will and his ability to take your soul captive to the tempter. 
and through temptation. Holy Spirit was saying that he just wants to derail your faith. He wants to sidetrack your destiny. And his plans are sometimes hard to recognize. He said, don't forget Eve. How she was entrapped by the devil suggesting the devil used a suggestion. The suggestion that perhaps she misunderstood God. He twisted the truth just long enough for Eve to receive a strong delusion. He said his key tactic going into this year will be delusion. His key tactic this year will be causing Christians and believers to doubt what they already know to be true about our Father. It's going to be important. It's going to be important. He said because he's going to use one thing more than anything else. I said, what is he going to use, Holy Spirit, in this new era? He said he's going to use ambition. And he's going to use ambition in ambitious people. He said, God doesn't have a problem with ambitious. He said, as a matter of fact, if you ambitious correctly, you'll live Philippians 3.14. I said, okay. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That God doesn't have a problem with you being properly and correctly ambitious. He said, now, but the devil going to try to get you out of the will of God, not just you, all believers that improperly and are deluded by ambition. I said, oh man, okay. He said, I want you to look up the word ambition. So, you know, I went and looked up ambition. I don't think I have it here because it was so much stuff I was doing. God was taking me kind of fast on this one. And then he said, I want you to look up ambitious. And I did. And I think, brothers and sisters, I'm going to teach on it tomorrow. He said, the most ambitious person that you'll ever know and they're not a person. So they're a devil. They're evil. And evilness abounds in them. I'm going to just give you a couple of scriptures that I had to look up that he gave me. One was, uh, two were in Romans. Romans 13, 13. Now, I looked these up in all translations. And the one I found closest to what God was trying to get me to see was that uh, ESV, which is the transliteration of the Geneva 1599. Let us walk properly, as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, 
not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and in jealousy. Romans chapter 8, verse 7. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. For it, the mind now, does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. This was at the end of it, too. Isaiah 14, 13, and 14. He said, the delusion of ambition shrouded, surrounded, in Isaiah 14, 13, and 14, is going to cause a lot of people to miss the mark. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Check yourself this morning. He said, this is the problem. You'll find it in Psalms 49, 11 through 20. Their graves are their homes forever. Their dwelling places to all generations. Though they call lands by their own name, man in his pomp will not remain. He is like the beast that perished. This is the path of those who have foolish confidence. Yet after them, people approve of their boats. Like sheep, they are appointed for Sheol, hell on earth. Death shall be their shepherd. And the upright shall rule over them in the morning. Their form shall be consumed in hell, Sheol, hell on earth, with no place to dwell. But God will ransom my soul. From the power of Sheol, hell on earth, for he will receive me. Brothers and sisters, God said a lot of you are suffering, but he's going to bring you out in this new era. A lot of you are suffering because you sat under people cursed by ambitious delusion, cursed because the Bible says. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Brothers and sisters, God told me to tell you this morning. <clears throat> you asked Jesus to come in. When you asked Jesus to come in, he came. Many of you have been asked to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, and you complied. You offered your body up to God as a living sacrifice. Holy. Holy. Your body became the temple of God. You must honor God. By not defiling your body. You must honor God. By 
God keeping his temple holy, consecrated, dedicated to him. You have to buy his temple. You have all dirty garments. But he still loves you. He's still calling you to himself. You see, God lives in you. God's spirit is greater than sickness and disease. But your sin made it weak. God lives in you. God's spirit is greater than any circumstance. Greater than any hell on earth. But you made it weak. God lives in you. He can show you everything in this life that is and whatever will be. But you made it weak. God lives in you. The creator of the world. His creative ability lives in you. But you made it weak. Through your sins. Through your sins. Through your sins. Repent for real. And turn away. And don't go back to that sin. You see, there's nothing on this earth worse than an old sinner. An old sinner that knows the difference. God, everybody reaching out for the young people. It's them old devils. It's them old sinners that need to get right so they can lead the way. Their eyes are dull. Their ears they don't hear anymore. Blocked up by sin. Blocked up by the fruit of sin. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he also reap. You came to Christ to change, to come out of hell on earth. Lose yourself from the devil. Lose yourself from the lust of the flesh, the lust of this world. And live. Lose yourself and live. God, I want to say thank you this morning. Thank you for your goodness. This thing turned out to be pages and pages. This is another one of the binders. Brothers and sisters, remember? Remember. Remember. Fake my confidence and put it on like armor. Five foot nine, so I try to stand a little taller. To measure up, I gotta work a little harder. It's the human condition. I do it all to make it perfect for the picture. Pretty smile, let me find the perfect filter. If they believe it, maybe I believe it with them. That's the human condition. Lord, help me. I'm so tired of pretending. I can hold it together. 
I know your purpose in life, God. God revealed it to me tomorrow um, morning. What's what's tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Saturday. Saturday. I'm I'm gonna come against witchcraft. I'm gonna come against captivity and destroy the power of captivity in the mind, the heart, the will, the emotions. It, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna pray. God deliver souls. I'm pray. God change your garments. Get rid of them dirty, filthy clothes. Wash them. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make you whiter than snow, saith the Lord.
of Jesus. You see, we was lost without a Savior. We was lost without a Savior. But He gave us Jesus. He gave us Jesus. He gave us Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.
be paid.